Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, love. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. As you know, I'm Sarah Sparks, and today we're chatting with Teresa Schantz. Teresa is on a personal mission to support others in embracing the spiritual part of their journey. As an extremely sensitive person, she walked through a large portion of her life not understanding how sensitive she was to energies around her. Can Can any of you relate? I know I can. From autoimmune disease to a debilitating paralysis, her path eventually led her to a reawakening past lives and understanding how to work with her energy field. In June of 2023, Teresa published her first book, The Soul Quake Survival Guide. Have it right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Reviving Your Connection to Spirit in Earthquaking Times. Through 12 spiritual awarenesses and stories, Teresa gives each reader a map to map to guide them through all of life's small and large obstacles that may shake them to their core. I know I've had plenty, so I'm excited to talk with you about some of those examples. Mm-hmm. So in this lifetime, Teresa served in the U.S. Air Force full-time and was a full-time homemaker, mom, massage therapist, healer, and now a full-time podcaster and author. She loves living life by following her heart's desires and sharing that enthusiasm with others. Is she not perfect as a guest on this? Oh, we're going to have so much to talk about. <laughs> so welcome, love. Thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate it so much. What a beautiful intro, and I'm excited to be here. So let's talk. Let's yes. talk story, girl. <laughs> yeah. So from the very beginning, you said that you're on a personal mission to support others embracing their spiritual part of their journey. Why is that important to you? You know why it's important, Sarah? Because I went most of my life, and I say most of because I went to massage therapy school at 38. So, and I'm 55 now. So honestly, most of my early life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going through, what was happening to me spiritually. And I had all kinds of things energetically happen to me from when I was young, when I was in the military, you know, and into my twenties and then early thirties. So supporting others and understanding that this is a part of us that's real. This is not woo. -woo, This is not weird, fake. This is a part of us, mind, body, spirit, and understanding that that energetic part of you is so important because we're working and moving through this energy world and working with other people who are energy beings and working and how to work with your spiritual helpers and you have support. And so it's just, I'm so passionate about it. And I just, I just love the fact that, you know, your podcast is showcasing beautiful people coming on, sharing how important it is to understand about the spiritual part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, When you said you went to massage therapy school, did you have an awareness of energies then? Sort of, but it was funny because it was at that point where I met people as we were doing exchanges and we would do outside work and I started going to having Reiki training. So really that was the beginning of really understanding, even though at my massage therapy school, they didn't talk that much about energy. 
Mm -hmm. In fact, I'll give you an example. I had one incident there, maybe halfway through the eight months where I was massaging a guy and he had tattoos all over him. And on the back of him was a huge dragon tattoo. Well, now I know what happened at that moment when I was massaging him, I had something released and it came over me and I just bawled and cried and ran out of the room. I didn't know what was going on. And looking back at it, of course, he had a release and it, you know, I felt it all, but, uh, and he got up and he was like, I feel great. And I'm like, now, now thinking back there, I'm like, no shit you did. I mean, no wonder. Hello. So as, you're, as you're talking about full body goosebumps, because I was curious with your massage therapy, if that's when you were starting to really feel your energy and the effects of energy and okay. Absolutely. And I also started training with craniosacral therapy, which is, you know, yes. very much more, you know, more subtle. So those subtleties, yeah. So everything started really amplifying, but I still didn't understand that much as much as I know now on a whole different level about it. But, and also my school didn't teach anything about energy and how we in interact with each other and boundaries. And so that was a real shocker, Sarah. And I, I've talked to other people at different schools and some schools do, and a lot of schools don't because it's all mechanical. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny as uh, not funny. So I, my aunt Joanne, my mother's sister went to massage therapy school and I was at an age that I was very curious of what I was going to do with my life. And I, there was something that drew me to that. I did not become a massage therapist, but I had a reoccurring dream, which is what brought my husband into my life when I was 18, but part of that dream as it progressed, um, was me massaging and healing. And I remember getting massages from her or receiving massages from other people. And the massage therapist would be like, Oh, I feel so wonderful. And I'm like, you dumped all your shit into my body. Like I would feel horrible because I was the one being the receptive as you were being the one receiving and not knowing, like, I didn't know. I mean, I was young. And so like, I didn't, I didn't have any awareness of anything until I was like early thirties. Um, and so I would get massages and I would be like, I'm not getting another one. That chick has this going on with her. And <laughs> so I would be like, oh yeah. So I, I, that's why it just popped into my head. Like the hands on then like you're concentrating you're yes you're focusing on the mechanics but you're really very mindful and like in the moment and then things can be exchanged and I was just curious I, absolutely yeah and I had some amazing like I had a gentleman come in who was very who was very Christian um and like you know it was mother Mary energy came in one time and I just knew what it was but I you know, just kind of came in because he called, you know, just channeled right through. So um, beautiful things happen that again, like we are saying now, Sarah, like, you know, as we go along our, our trail and everything, we understand more and more on different levels, what that really was at that time when I was kind of like you, like I was just naive. I'm like just going through stuff in the process and going, oh, there was some other Miriam that came through, you know, and just said it. So yes. yeah, it's really interesting, the journey for sure. I love when you're in the early stages of reawakening and you really don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And you just say things or do things because it's this pure innocence. And it's, I find it to be amazing. Like you're, I, I don't even say, I shouldn't even say early reawakening because when the, I still feel that way with the wealth codes, mm -hmm. I was having some issues with 
my back. So I went to the wealth coats today and I was like, because my husband last night, I said to him before going to bed, Hey, in the morning, could you like do the whole lifting up, stretching out my back thing? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I will. As soon, as soon as you figure out who's bothering you and not what's bothering you. Oh, <laughs> good on him. <laughs> and I was like, true, true. So I went to the wealth coats and in there, the affirmation to unlock it was exactly what I was thinking about and working through. And it was resonating in, in my back. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm still in the awe stage and it's been forever with various things. And then I'm sure, did you find it fascinating then once you had like the Reiki and the, the do you still practice massage or no? No, not at all. I give oh, my yes, husband, he's the only lucky one. Because <laughs> then like no noticing like, where some different energies are stuck and then how you can, you know, remove them. And I just, I find it all interesting. And then your progression of your life. Right. Well, and I like what you're saying and talking about Sarah, because, you know, even at 55 into my 56 year now, I understand so much more, but I'm human. So I'm always having learnings. And I find that from looking back at where I was at 38 and where I'm at now, like, there's just a different level, but it's subtle and it keeps, you know, expanding and opening. But I too, I mean, I, I still get times I'm like, um, I, I'm odd. Like this morning, I just did a live on Facebook where I was sharing about how one of my friends who died last year came to me in a dream and I felt her energy and I saw what a big light she was. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so in awe. So it's still to this day. And I think that's the exciting part about our journeys is that there every day can be like that. Like there's something cool to experience, something cool to explore. And, and it never ends. I mean, until, you know, well, we're forever beings, but until this journey ends in this physical being right now, what I'm in, you know, I'm learning, I'm exploring, I'm, I'm human having these experiences. So it's super fun. It is. And I love <laughs> the mindset of wonderment. I, yeah. I'm even, I was preparing for a client who's going to have a two hour VIP day mm -hmm. uh, session, not even day, but, and I, I even just put down at the bottom, Sarah's wonderment. Oh, <laughs> I had a I whole bunch it. of questions, you know? Yes, <laughs> I, like, I love it. I love it. Working with spirit wonderment. Love yes. it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, as I'm reading through all of her questions, I'm like, I'm wondering this, I'm wondering that. I'm like, let's just, let's just explore that, you know? And have that curiosity. I think that's so key in this learning that, that you're talking Absolutely. about. So for some of us who are tuning in may not know exactly what a sensitive person means, like spiritually speaking. I know a client came to me and she said that she was an HSP, highly sensitive person, right? Is that, I think that that might be, be the sure. word. I don't know. And I had to literally look it up because I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I may be classified as that. Yes. <laughs> what is a sensitive person or who well, is? You know, I truly believe we're all sensitive. So as, as being an energy beings and physical bodies, every single person is energy. So we all have that ability to be sensitive. So to me, a sensitive person is someone, well, everyone, honestly, but we're at different levels. We're at different awarenesses, depending upon you know, your belief systems, what are you around? Are you around people that are open and sensitive? Because my mom and my grandmother, when I was little, always saw ghosts and had things, paranormal things happening. So that was kind of in my, you know, in the air in the house. So just knowing that too, that really kind of, I guess, inspired openings down the road to, you know, what I've, I did some mediumship work and channeling work throughout my journey too. So, um, 
Yeah, but a sensitive person to me is just someone that um, is is aware of like, you know, that they feel things, they know things, they um, they can see in their third eye maybe, and maybe they also just um, feel, think, know, and sense. So, you know, all those senses that we have that are just extra sensory perceptions that are unseen, that people... Um, you know, can't like put a, a concrete thing to it, right? It's something that like, I, I get a lot of people come to me at fairs and um, metaphysical expos and say, all these things that are going on with them and nothing surprises me because it's just great to have, uh, you know, a community of people that uh, like-minded that you can share with. Um, so does that answer your question, Sarah, in kind of roundabout way? Yeah. 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 And I didn't know if there was any, uh, you, you had indicated like, for those who are trying to figure out, am I sensitive or not? So maybe there you can tune into um, some things that you can see, hear, smell, taste, touch, that maybe not actually be physical, like, but you're more aware of your surroundings. You can feel um, energy moving through you. And I think you, you, in your book, you clarify that more of what energy is, um, yeah. whether it be a circuit or, um, the environment. I can't recall right now. You, you can, know, so good. <laughs> you can it's, everywhere. it's everywhere. Sarah. So it's all D all the above. <laughs> yes. And just, I don't think the microphone will pick it up, but if it, if it does, my children are home for school okay. on like break. And so no worries. It's all good. <laughs> I, I just heard one of them screaming and running through the house. <laughs> How did you discover that you were a very sensitive person? I would say it was just years of the journey. So, you know, where I'm at now, which I know that my mission here is to be enthusiastic, to share with people how sensitive they are and how to work with their gifts and, and different explorations. But coming in, Sarah, like that's been my mission. And I look back and go, following through with my heart's desire, which is my spiritual thrust this lifetime, has been flowed through the whole time. And you know, and just had openings and, and I was at this place at a perfect opening. So it's the right timing, the right place. And I just, I've always followed it. I've always go, okay, I need to go into the, to the military. Little did I know going into the military, my previous lifetime, I was um, in Germany in the military. So I went right back to Germany to oh do God. healing work. And like I said, I didn't know any of that till much later. So I've always just followed through with different places and timings and, and what spirit obviously put in, in, you know, in place with my, obviously we all have a choice as to what direction we go or if we say yes or no, but I've always been this, yep, I'm doing it. Yep. I'm not. Yes, I'm doing it. So just really following through. And I would say that's kind of where, how I've always known. I just have followed the path and then things just started unfolding. And, and like you're saying, you know, before, like, you know, re-remembering who I really am as a soul and things I've put together for myself over the lifetimes. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned in the intro and bio about uh, from autoimmune disease to a dis debilitating paralysis. How were they related to the energy and being sensitive? Mm -hmm. So I will say that um, it's actually, um, I had a psoriasis. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodness. But it's okay. It, it, was, no. it was so like a paralysis. <laughs> It is no. That's just me being shitty at reading and grammar. It's good, girl. I've read those bios too, and I get it. It's like a lot of stuff, and you're like, I know. So yeah, so I didn't have a paralysis, but that's all good. 
So um, when I was a kid, I had eczema real bad and psoriasis um, that flared up. And I, to me, that's looking back at all that I was going on in my environment, which was a bit toxic. I had an alcoholic father, parents with no boundaries, a, a brother that was, you know, doing his stuff. So as we all know, we're, you know, living and working in these environments, depending on where you're at with all kinds of people. So so I went up and down when I was a kid with that. And then when I went into the um, military, when I was in Germany, I started having hives in my whole body. And um, I think looking, looking back at it, a lot of that was the energy of the country I was in, perhaps the situations I might've been in before and all that was starting to bubble up. And then later when I was massage therapist, I actually had to stop massaging because I developed psoriasis um, debilitating psoriasis on my hands where I literally could not use my hands. They were, and I share that in the book. Um, some of that part of it is that, yeah. So that's how it showed up in my life has been through my skin. Hmm. And it's funny because looking back, I had several um, clients and massage therapists when I was massage therapy, where they came in and they had skin issues. And at that point, I didn't know a lot of what was going on, but sometimes our, our nervous system, it'll, you know, it'll come out the skin, past life stuff will come out the skin. So that's how I, um, that's how it really worked for me with that eczema and the, the debilitating psoriasis. Uh -huh. Huh. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I, I, I talked with another gal recently on what the body is talking and what is trying to say to you. And uh, I just find it fascinating. I <laughs> just it. So thank you for sharing that part of it. Um, I just think it helps people to connect the pieces that we are not just spiritual. We're not just physical. We're not just the mind. I know that for marketing purposes and for businesses and things, sometimes each person has their own specialty of what they talk about with, you know, being mindful or um, or, or just the body and, you know, but I like putting it all together because we are a whole being, you know? Absolutely. So I love that. I love tying it together. What has helped you to navigate the energies? Um, I would say, you know, trial and error. And I like to share that with people because I share some, um, cleansing techniques in the book, which have really helped me the last couple of years to really tune into, raising my vibration up so spirit can come in closer and I could really work and interact with my team at a that type of level. But prior to that, Sarah, I've done, you know, I, I, wear, I wear crystals, I've done, you know, um, sage and all kinds of different things that I've used. And I like to share with people that I, I work with and talk with is that, you know, use it to your discretion, because what works for me may not work necessarily for you. I'm just showcasing, especially in the book that these three techniques that I use going from the personal cleansing to the environmental and then out to the world cleansing is what's worked for me right now because of the fact of, of where I'm at on my journey. And it's just like all of us sharing, you know, people may resonate with my energy, with my techniques, or they may not. And there's a lot of beautiful ways out there to do it. But, but that's what I really, for me, it's trial and error and, and also where I'm at, because sometimes things I've tried years ago didn't work, but now they do. So it's kind of matched me energetically. So I like to share that bit too, is um, really, you know, just tuning into what works with you at this moment, because we're changing and shifting every, every second, right, Sarah? <laughs> yes, we are. I was just talking with a client this morning. She's goal setting for 2024 and 
and this this episode will be out at the beginning of 2024. So if people are confused on that conversation, but I was talking with her this morning and she was like, there's something about these goal setting and how I used to do it that just doesn't resonate anymore. I said, it's okay, I got you. And so we went over a different technique and just a, it ended up being simpler to get to her goal because like your consciousness has raised, your, your energy has elevated. So just go with it and don't try to force the past on and like the way that you used to do things. So I get it. I did want, if, do you mind just sharing a little bit about your philosophy, I what I loved, or your explanation, maybe not philosophy, but your understanding of clearing the energy of you, but then clearing the energy of your own environment. And then, I mean, if you want to touch upon the world, that's cool. But I loved mm-hmm. your approach and your explanation of cleansing your environment and not about other people. Can you go a little bit into that? Because I think that will be helpful. Absolutely. Um yeah, so I believe that it, it starts with me. So it starts at home. So I need to work with my energy. What does my energy feel like? And then how can I cleanse myself? Again, in whatever way, you know, you it's either the way in the book or some other aspect, but cleansing yourself first because you it's about you. And then from there, it's really about the environment. So whatever my husband's doing or if, if we have kids around, it's not about, I'm not cleansing their energy. I'm cleansing my environment. So just like Sarah, when we walk into a room and someone goes, my God, look at that person. Like their energy is expanding because their energy is in a good place and they open up and it, you, everyone can feel it. Mm-hmm. And the same as if it's not good. Like if that person walks in, you're like, oh boy, stay away from that person. So it begins with me. Then it goes out into my environment. And then once I'm done with that, I can then extend, expand it out to be the whole planet. You just expand out that energy. But one thing I want to emphasize about cleansing, um, and I want to bring in a little bit about prayer because this is really important. So I believe that you know people ask for you know pray for me and please, and it's all good intentions. But when we pray for people, we're actually creating an energy bridge from my energy to that person's energy. An example of this is I had a friend years ago who went in for a dental work, and she told her community of spiritual people, "I'm going in. Please pray or think about me." She couldn't get numb because so many people were energetically thinking about her. And so literally she couldn't get numb. So I like to always tell that story because it's so important to know that it's just about you people, just about you. When you take care of your energy, honestly, it helps shift energy around you with people like even your kids, if they don't, you know, believe or whatever, like your energy affects other people. I'm smiling from ear to ear because... When someone says to me, pray for me or send prayer, my first thought, and this has been before I was awake and knew anything about energy. I would say to people, how do you want me to pray for you? I found it invasive. Like before I knew anything, I'd be like, you want me to put my intentions on you and perform some miracle on you without me knowing what it is that you want. Yes. That, those were my thoughts. And that was like early 20s. I remember having that first thought in college and I worked at a long-term care facility and there was a lot of people who would say, just, just pray for me, just pray for me. And I, were, I worked in the front desk. So they would buzz up with their little electric wheelchairs and come up to me and have a nice chat. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, no, just pray for me while, while you have your prayers. And I would always say to them, how do you want me to pray for you? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've ever been asked that because they'd be like, oh, like the reaction would be the same. Oh, 
oh, well, I, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I just always found that to be, and I want to pray. I want to like, but now I sit in divine energy and just give them grace. And I ask divine, whatever it is that they are asking for, please give it to them. And I like remove myself and that connection. Cause I'm like, you do you boo. <laughs> I love it. What I do is, is that what um, you're referring is that am I along the lines of absolutely absolutely so um two things about that is one thing the other day Tom and I went to um a a big church in Des Moines where one of his friends was playing on the drums and they did it was Christmas cantata and at one point yes the pastor got up and said um I will pray for all of you I'm like oh Sarah it just again didn't feel right but you know what I said to myself I said I'm not judging because we're all different places and what works for them works for them at this moment. And I, you know, I've been religious another lifetime, so I'm sure it's worked at different life, you know, different times. But so that's the first thing I want to say about it. And the other thing I want to say about um, sending energy to other people is, so I believe that we all have a personal team of spiritual helpers, yes. angels, guides, whatever you want to call them. But we bring in these souls that have actually mastered what we are here to do on the planet. So they've been here, done it, and we've chosen them. So they come in with us. So I always thought like with you this morning, before I get on, I do a little, you know, cleanse. And so I asked my team to send backing angels to or backing energy to your team mm -hmm. as we come together to do this pod podcast. So mm -hmm. that takes me out of the, out of the equation, takes you out of the equation because our angels know what we need. Mm -hmm. So that's how I do it. I do it angels to angels and then I let it go. And, um, yeah. So I get just there. It's a, it's a tricky client, thing, but I, I get it. <laughs> I love it. I had a client who would say to me, are your people talking to my people? Right. There you go. <laughs> and you go, I don't know, but I'm sending doing the energy thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved, I loved your, uh, like I said, your explanation around, I'm not messing with the people in my house's energy and trying to fix them or heal them so then I can feel good. I love I love how you're like, I'm making the house, the environment, I'm I'm sending the energy, I'm cleansing it to support everybody here. Yes. And I was like, oh yes. So that's this the house that we're in, as soon as I stepped into it and the, the ground that it sits on, which is just a little lot. I'm not on land or per, per se. But the land itself and the borders vibrate at abundance. Like mm -hmm. anybody who walks through this house and is in this house, the house itself wants people to thrive. Love and it. I found it so interesting because we lived next door and we rented next door and then we purchased this house and the house next door vibrates at abandonment. And I was like, mm. so as I was like cleaning the banister and stuff, I was like, okay, we're going to cleanse you or we're going to. We're going to do the best we can. And, and it was, and then I was like, oh, snap. What part of me attracted this? Because, you know, what part right. of me feels abandoned? Or when did I abandon myself? And I haven't healed that because obviously I'm here and I'm in you. <laughs> You're, right. we're, we're hanging out. So there must yeah. be something, you know? So I just find it all very cool. I loved your approach and I loved your explanation of it. And I know that it would help people. So I wanted to emphasize that. Do you have anything else that you would like to? Um, I guess just, you know, like um, when working with this type of, with your energy and energy of others is just being respectful. So I'll give you an example. Um, when my, when my daughters were young, I was, I was doing energy and they were, um, I guess it was middle school or so. 
And so they would see things, they would experience things, they'd come home and tell me. So one of my daughters went to her friend's house one day and said, mom, I went in and, um, and all, all of them had attachments to them and I removed them all. And then she called me and told me this and I removed them all, but mom, they're acting really weird. I'm like, oh, then I said, oh my gosh, do you need to go back and <laughs> set it the way it was? And she did because so, you know, there's a, there's a boundary, there's boundaries between, again, like we're talking earlier, like, you know, my, I can take care of my energy, but everyone else, they need to take care of their energy. And we go into different situations and cleansing and stuff. And it's also going to come right back because it's where they're at. Right. But that was a really, um, just something that popped into my mind as you're talking about that is just the importance of just honoring where everyone else is at, because we, we're all in different places. And if they're not ready to let go of those attachments, they're not ready. You know, uh, someone had, had asked me to channel for a group of friends that they have. And as I was like, sure, I can deliver, I can ask divine for a message. And as I like sat there, divine's like, none of these people asked for it. So I, you cannot. So I was filled like, with chills, Sarah, filled mm -hmm. with chills, girl. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I won't, you know? So mm -hmm. when I come on and do free little uh, free free little messages not little they're sometimes profound but just little mini messages and things like this on online I always have people I'm like if you do want a message you need to type you know me please or give it to me now you know like whatever I'm yeah getting, but I need their permission in order to absolutely connect. I'm like you you can hang out and chill and watch the watch this <laughs> but uh, if you want a message, I'm not just going to like tap into anybody and deliver or, or remove attachments or shift their energies or anything like that. Right. Cause it also goes to that saving vibration, that religious saving vibration, right? Like I can save them. And I used to be that way with the family. Like, Oh, I can, why are you doing this? It's not their journey. It's my journey. So yeah, I've shared this story before. I was at a phase where I wanted to really help my husband. <laughs> And we were literally like, we had plenty of arguments over just that. Mm -hmm. And we were kayaking. It was the summer and someone was watching our oldest. We had, the youngest one has, wasn't born yet. And we were at this cabin and people who were invited us were like, just go for a, you know, just go float, you know, whatever. So we popped in the kayaks and we're going down. And I literally reached into his kayak, trying to help him roll the kayak down. <laughs> Like, you're literally doing it right now Stop trying to roll my own, i can roll my own boat you know like abraham's <laughs> teachings of like i can roll my own boat don't row somebody else's boat and i was like oh my god that's I, a big one that's a big one sarah <laughs> i know <laughs> i have learned i have learned to allow people to be whoever they're choosing and you know what, girl, it's a process. That's the thing is like, like I said earlier, I mean, like I still have stuff come on, you know, and come in and work. I have to work with. It's just, it's constant. It's a process, but it's more fun now. Understanding at a different level, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we catch it faster, Sarah. Like that would have taken you never to catch that long time ago, but now you're like, got it. Thanks. I, <laughs> I was reviewing old presentations and documents that I had from even a, like a few years ago and I had to snap a photo because I was looking at this document and I was like what was I thinking uh, what was I talking oh my god somebody took this advice like oh 
gross. <laughs> and I was like, signs of growth. <laughs> Absolutely. I have totally grown from that version of myself. Sorry, anybody who, <laughs> or I, I have like the first three people that came to me and wanted, like, that's what started my business. These three people were like, teach me how to have your spark. I have apologized to them. <laughs> oh, Sarah. I'm no. like, I know that we we did, like, you came to me at a time that we we both matched, but I look back at those times and I just want to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, but oh. thanks for getting things started. <laughs> right, right. Totally get it, girl. Totally get it. <laughs> Um, it, we had mentioned that you, your mission is to support others. So in what ways do you support others? Well, right now, um, I have a podcast, Enthusiastically Spiritual, which is, um, been running for about three and a half years. So I've been running that. It's been a lot of fun. Um, the Soul Quick Survival Guide, which is a, a guide like, um, you know, Sarah's been talking about a little in my book. And um, a good place to connect with me is on Facebook. I do a lot of lives. I do a lot of sharings on there. And and just keep tabs of what's coming up because I'm really coming into some new work. And so it's kind of transpiring and I'm taking a few, a few months of actually a creative pause, the first part of 2024, still doing my live, still doing my Facebook stuff. But as far as work-wise, I'm kind of letting things and, and spirit kind of form some new things that are coming up. So it's exciting. It's exciting time. It is. And I will, I will just say, I understand where you're at. <laughs> Divine is. I have not so graciously elevated and upgraded in whatever terms that we spiritual peeps use, but I understand as, as things are shifting and moving and yes, so wonderful. So stay connected there. And do you have any final advice uh, for us today? I guess the final advice would just be to keep things simple because it didn't have to be complex. A lot of the world is complex. Keep, I could say, Keep it spiritually simple mm -hmm. and um, and enjoy the ride because it is really, I mean, if we had any idea on the spirit side, how much we took to get to be right here, right now in this moment in time, it would blow us away because it's amazing. There's so much going on, but we're here for the ride. And so enjoy it the best you can. Mm -hmm. So the best way to connect with you, website, podcast? I would say, I would, you know, I'd say Facebook. Facebook. Teresa right. Shantz on Facebook. That's where I'm really at. Um, you can look at TNT Spirit Works. Um, it's, you know, it's a holding place right now. So I really, the Facebook is I'm live. I'm on there every day doing something. So that's, a, that's the best place to get a hold of me. All right. Those are all, that is all in the show notes. I will highlight the Facebook. So reach on over and connect with Teresa. And thank you so much for being Thank you, with Sarah. Us. This has been so fun. Thank you for your good work in the world, girl. Gotta love it. Yes. Ditto. Mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm -hmm.